Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello there. Hello, hello. Good evening, Devin. Good evening, Dustin. Good good evening. (laughs) Good evening. (laughs) All right. What type of vulgar quote do you have for us today? Spoiler. Oh, yeah, it is a little dirty. Uh, So earmuffs to all the kids in the car. All right. My bicycle masters boardwalk and quagmire with a plum. Those that doubt me suck cock by choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. That's like... Oh my gosh. That Deadwood. is that is Deadwood writing. Like yeah. in a in a sentence or two that's sentences. So good. And that's so good too because that character who was riding the bike, that's the um the newspaper guy, right? Tom Nuttall. Or no, it, yeah. it was Was it the No, newspaper? it was the other guy. No, it was the guy with the big must I no, he owned the saloon that Walt Bill got shot in. That guy? A little bit chubby. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. So he owns the other saloon. Correct. Right. Yeah, and he wants to he wanted to be like the mayor at one point and Yeah. But then they're yeah. all they're they they're this part comes up in the show where they're like you can't ride that new thing, like that newfangled bike, like from here <laughs> across all the boardwalks all into <laughs> the mud and <laughs> was a, that means a cuck by choice. It's a cuck by choice. <laughs> it's such a funny insult, like it's, jab, like <laughs> That is, it's a, and we've talked about it before on the podcast, one of my favorite shows ever. Definitely yeah. top, like, three HBO shows ever. Um, and, I mean, every char- character is great. Like, there's not one oh, whole so or good. one, like, one weak person in the cast, and it's just yeah. so good. But it's definitely vulgar. But it's, like, this weird, vulgar, like, Shakespeare. Like, it's this yeah. beautiful language that they've written, like... <clears throat> Right. Yeah, it's like this this crazy um like I don't know, 
yeah, like Shakespearean, mm-hmm. you know, Elizabethan kind of dialogue that's mixed with super vulgarity. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, yeah, suck cock by choice. <laughs> Just right. like, it's yeah. so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And they like, they use the dialogue and it's <clears throat> because it's like 18 whatever, you know, 1850s or something, whatever yeah. the you know, like the westward expansion was happening and it was before there were actually states and, you know, things that were run by the government. There's like literally the wild west. (laughs) And so, but it's still that time period where you have these people that are, have a different type of talking, you know, and whenever we see wild west movies and things like that, they don't typically have that mixed into it, but you have to imagine and, you know, not, and like there's probably historical documents of people writing things to their loved ones or whatever from yeah. those places. And they're using this type of language that would have been more prevalent then. Right. So like the fact that they built a whole show with this beautiful dialogue that is mixed with the, like the, just the rough and tumble and vulgarness of what this lawless land was out in Deadwood. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's so awesome. Oh my gosh. So good. I know you told me if for like, for a few years after you had watched it, you were telling me like, "Oh, you gotta watch Deadwood. It's so good. You gotta watch Deadwood." And then I like started watching one time. Oh, it's so good. Right. And then I watched it all the way through again, and like, oh man, it's, it's... I told you um, <clears throat> when I started watching it, it was probably five or ten years after it came out. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. what it came out in like two thousand five or two thousand six. Right. It was probably two thousand fifteen or something when I watched it. Maybe earlier. But it's one of those things where I just you kind of knew like the poster, like a lot of HBO shows. Yeah, he's like, oh, I kind of, I kind of recognize that. Like, oh, that's that's some HBO show. And right. I realized it got canceled after whatever two seasons or three, whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And it just ended. And I was like, all right, next season, because there's kind of this big <laughs> thing that happens at the end of it. Yeah. And then I search, and it's not there. And then <laughs> I have to like. I online. I'm like, what? That was it? Like, it's wild. No, <laughs> what is it gonna happen? Oh and then, gosh. and then, ten years later oh. or whatever, they did a like a Deadwood movie to kind of wrap up some yeah. of that. And it was it was good, but yeah. it wasn't the same. I definitely not the same. It was cool to see how the 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 town had evolved mm-hmm. and how everyone kind of changed. So it's good to see the characters again. But I'll have to watch it again. But I think they just. They weren't all. They're obviously not all the same, right? And they yeah. they weren't they weren't yeah. in that those characters for you know months and months and months. They just came back for this one thing. So they're all kind of right playing their characters, some right. better than others. Yeah. You know, I wonder if that can relate to the whole like you know changing of YouTube. You know, like mm-hmm. like oh you, you you now you have these better tools. Now you're always doing this stuff. Like I like the old, you know, blah blah blah, right? I like the old car craftsmanship <laughs> that used the like Harbor Freight tools and stuff. You know, <laughs> like I wonder if that can relate to that. It's like I mean it you know, I know what you're saying, right? It was it's a different thing, right? Because it's the actors um trying to get back into this character that they were familiar with. And they had like built up a familiarity and like they were part of this character and it was like very natural to act a certain way. And then they're coming back into it to try to do it. But yeah, it's like, it wasn't the same, not the same as you used to be, but yeah, I'm glad I, I, yeah, I did the same thing. I watched through it and then was obviously super disappointed when I realized that, that that it was canceled and then was happy that there was a movie that was like just more. Maybe it is three seasons, maybe three. 
Maybe it is three. I can't remember. But either either way, each episode was an hour, pretty much. So you're getting, oh, man. even if it's two seasons, it's twenty hours of like the best western kind of style thing you can you can want. It so, is so good. Oh my easy gosh. recommendation for everybody. Um, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Right off the bat. Well, while we're off on TV stuff, we might as well stick to it for a minute before we talk about the big Wilton Vice <laughs> um, yeah. deal that turned out awesome. Yeah, it's, I'm so excited. Like. It's fun to edit, and I haven't gotten to the part where Nicole came down to help, and it was just oh nice. Yeah. It was really nice to shoot someone else. And, and like, yeah, just other things. It's kind of just the shop. You can only shoot. I mean, you. We've seen you from every possible angle. Like, <clears throat> right? I even saw the... myself from above during that uh, <laughs> that time yes. lapse. I was like, oh, what's up with that bald spot in the back of my head? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a little thin guess, back there. I guess that's a new angle. <clears throat> yeah, right. I didn't see that one before. That but. actually, I ended up putting on uh, Instagram, and and it like kind of went mini viral. Oh yeah, for just like got, the first yeah, day, it like yeah. it got, like seventeen thousand views or something like that over the the first day and a half or whatever. And it, yeah, it hit about it hit, I think like right around fifteen and a half thousand, and then just slowed down. Um, since then, it's grown another couple thousand. So it's still like it's still kind of going, but it you know it's it nice didn't to, like yeah. rock it to you know whatever. But yeah, it's kind of cool to see like put something up and it does does well. Yeah, anytime you get thousands of eyes on anything like that at once, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so um, there were a couple different shows that I've been watching recently that would be would be kind of fun to talk about, but just as a warning. As we talk about these shows, we might talk about them in ways that are going to be spoilers. So if people don't want to hear the spoiler, <clears throat> we'll give you a heads up when we're going to start talking about a different show. <laughs> <laughs> and this part, we'll we'll try to keep it uh, cleaner than the beginning. So oh, yeah. know, earmuffs, earmuffs can stay off. <clears throat> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, funnily enough, if that's the term. Funnily. Mm. Funnily. Um, after we talked, I think it was about a month ago because we've done, uh, I think we, we did last week was Jeremy from simple life. The week before that we took off and the week before that we had dad on. So the week before that we talked about avatar Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and like within a week of us talking about avatar, I went and saw the new avatar. You did. Yeah. With Corinne and Nicole. Yeah. The way of water. Yeah. So it was. Um, <clears throat> Let's hear Dustin's uh, movie reviews. <laughs> do 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 um, do do. Junk. <laughs> um, it's I'm a little bit like out separated from it, so it's not fresh in my mind. But I thought it was really good. Um, there were uh, there were a lot of reviews from different people who, or I, I heard about a lot of people who didn't really like the first one, who liked the second, one, the, you know, this one better, and the reviews were better on this one than they were on the on the other one. Um, I think that it was about the same. It was good. I liked it. It was enjoyable. It, the, the, um, the underwater stuff was really cool. Like the effects were really cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I liked the, this one kind of jumps ahead in time quite a few years. So there's like, uh, the main guy has his like children. Um, so he, oh, yeah. like the two yeah. main characters have had like children and, you know, and they're older and. Um, so that's kind of a cool, it, it's, it's kind of a cool thing, but then there's, it's kind of a little cliche the way he like still has this kind of, um, 
military jarhead mentality a little bit, you know, like oh, yeah. he's like, all right, you know, all right, family, we're a family, you know, what do we do? We always stick together. It's, I don't know. It's a little like, there's, there's just like a lot of, a little, some cliche stuff, yeah. um, which I think, you know, when I think back to the first one, I see that same thing, right? There's mm-hmm. all these kind of cliches on like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Yeah. Everything is know? kind of straight black and white. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, that was kind of cool. The, the main, um, antagonist, the main like Marine bad guy, the older dude who got killed in the first movie, they actually took his, um, his like consciousness, his memories and, and they saved it before he went like, and went into battle. So like when he was traveling to Pandora, they like copied his memories and then, um, and made him write, like, do all these uh, <clears throat> kind of like journal entries, video journal entries to himself, talking about himself, in the event that something like this would happen. So, like, they basically they're saying, like, they knew that, like, there might be something happening if it were to happen. And they were, at this time in the first movie, they were creating avatars, right? And kind of creating these bodies. But why is he so important <clears throat> that they need another version of him? He, he didn't seem intelligent, he seemed like. <clears throat> A thug, like a brute, you know, who was willing to do anything. And I feel like yeah. you could get anyone to do that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because... So why I say... It's not like he's a genius. He was just the big, bad military guy who's like, mm-hmm. take it all down. Like, Well, maybe that was the thing. Maybe he was the biggest and the baddest, right? And they wanted to make sure they had that as a, as a person mm-hmm. to lead whatever they needed him to lead and, you know, follow orders and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. So, so he comes back and he's, he's now in like, and he's in a knobby body or an avatar, right? You know, one of those and, um, his consciousness is put in, so he can't like, he can't separate from it. Like the way the people could with the avatars. It's like, that's who he is now. Um, which is kind of cool because then he had to learn some stuff. And, and the one thing that I wish that they would address that they would have addressed, which they really didn't was the way that the Navi in the movie where they like connect to Pandora by using their braids, you know, they hook into like different animals and like trees and stuff. And they're like connecting to the consciousness of these living things around them, which is like explains why they're so passionate about the planet and it not being destroyed. Right. Because they have this, it's like, it's like a living thing because they can actually hook into it and talk to it basically and feel what it's feeling. And so, the main bad guy, I can't remember his name, but his, you know, he kind of did that, right? He kind of hooks into these different animals and stuff. He's, like, riding on the horses and doing this different stuff. And he never, like, yeah, again, it's more like, it's just black and white. Right? You would yeah. think that that would open up his mind a little bit. Even if it didn't make him, like, turn good, you know, I would think that they would address, they would have addressed that. Right. Like, oh, okay. Now you, like, have this idea that, you are now hooking into this thing, this living creature that you're either riding on or whatever. And, and maybe in that situation you might understand, Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not like just better than this because I'm a human. Right. You know, like that I have some connectedness to the world around me. You you think they would have addressed that. Right. You you want the soldier to, I mean, but then it is, then maybe they didn't want the Pocahontas thing for him, the John Smith, the, like, that's not his line. That's not his story to be like, yeah. I mean, I just, I just wish they would have, like, I, I like that he's the, you know, antagonist. That's fine. Keep him that. Mm. I just feel like they, like, I feel like there should have been some addressing of that thing, right? Where he, like, hooks into an animal or the tree or something and understands a little bit more. Like, 
okay, I can see what they're saying, but like still we're this, right? Whatever. I'm a jarhead. I'll just stay the way I am. Like that's fine. Or, but I feel like they should have addressed it some way. Or you give the I see, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. really speak to it because I can't remember, but I remember thinking everything right. was black and white. Like, the military people were all bad and evil. You could have right. one guy who maybe that's like... Yeah, you have the planet, main one the, guy. The planet, the planet, yeah. yeah, the planet that they're coming from is also dying, and they need right. these resources. Right. He yeah. doesn't feel good about it, and maybe he... like Kind of like Sully, I guess. He fought them from afar, right? and it's easy, but you go in and you sit with them and... You know, uh, braid, have sex with people. You right. get a different braid sex. You braid sex a couple broads, you know. All of a sudden, you're, <laughs> all, of a sudden you're all about the broads. Yeah, you know, it's not so bad. <laughs> you got your brain whipped. No, uh, uh, braid whipped, bro. <laughs> She's got you braid whipped. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I thought, you know, like I said, like the, the, the visuals and the, and the special effects and stuff are all really cool, of course. Right. That's now. Did you see the um, the version of it where it changed frame rates? Could you notice? I think you'd be able to notice it if you... I don't remember. I, we saw it 3D. Oops. So we actually saw it. We went and like had the 3D glasses, which was kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I think it, it, it that's, it's an interesting thing. You, know, you get some cool stuff. There was one scene where it was like raining. Yeah. And that was really cool. Like that that three D scene really felt real. Like it felt like the rain was really close to me. Yeah. You know, and like and it was moving through it. Like then there were some there were some other times where I you know obviously there was a lot of times where I noticed it you know because it was like that's the way they built it. But that was like one of the situations where they had these drops that felt like they were really close, like right up on me. You know, like I was sitting in the rain, which was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. But no, I don't know. I don't know about that. What is that? Well, they've the been rate. trying to do this. Um high frame rate stuff it started with 3d because you could you know if you project it at a higher rate 24 is like the lowest you can get where it still looks like movement you know smooth movement mm-hmm. and that's just right. what they they chose to use back in the day and we've all gotten used to that's what movies look like uh-huh. that's what we right. think that that look is it's because that's what right. we've always seen and it's it's just tilted off reality just enough you can accept a lot more you know because it looks just a okay. little different. Um, but now they're doing 48 frames, and some people are doing 60 and 120. It's this, to bring it closer, you know, It but then people call it the soap opera effect. Right. Or, yeah. like, if you look at a British HD, television yeah. show, there's this weird, sometimes they, they shoot it at a higher rate, so it just right. doesn't look like film. And it... it it's smoother in the way since there's more frames. It does look real, but do you want your movies to look real? Like a, you know, it's yeah, not right. really. I definitely don't. That's not the look I'm looking for. And it also makes all your all the things that can kind of you can get away with that look a little fake really right. are much clearer and stand out a lot. Right. Like I yeah. was watching a scene from. What's that one movie where Will Smith has his like younger clone self fight him? It came mm-hmm. out like two years yeah. ago. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of that. Yeah, movie. and they, yeah. they shot this scene in really high frame rates, and it just looks. You can you see him on yeah, the motorcycle, like, yeah. and it just mm-hmm. definitely looks like, oh, that's a stunt guy. You can just see it clearly. 
Oh, right. And most yeah. times, I, you never think that. It's just, oh, the, 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 the guy on the motorcycle, cool. You right. don't really notice unless the guy like turns to the camera and you see their face. But you could really tell it wasn't him. I was just like, yeah, I, I don't know why they're doing it. I, I don't think it looks good. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you can suspend disbelief because it's different enough. Right. You understand what's happening, but you don't have to like you don't have to have all of the information. Right. Like super clear information that just gives it all away. Yeah, yeah like, you don't. Yeah, it's, and you know, they, much, they yeah. tried it with the Hobbit movies and stuff, but then just everything is glaringly obvious that it's right. Doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can see that. I I didn't notice it specifically in the movie in Avatar. I mean, sp- because well, a if lot it, of they, because yeah, they, a lot of it is animated, you know, or whatever. It's like yeah, there's so much of that that it, it, you know you get into that kind of thing. It does. It's a pretty seamless you know animation between. Like live action and mm. and the animation, it's pretty good. Um, and I don't think they. It, it doesn't seem like they. Tr- well, maybe because they're on a planet that's so different. You know, like the life around it is so yeah. different than what we're used to. It's like it's it's enough. It's similar enough that you feel like you can relate to it. But it's so different that you're not expecting it to look a certain way, right? right? So it looks like a, a special effect. Right. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, yeah. 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 I. I just know it's. It's a. It's projected in a bunch of different forms. Ah. Gotcha. So. You probably you could have got a normal twenty four frame or three D or whatever. Right. But anyway. No. So, yeah. But I thought it was fun. I mean, you know, I thought the first one was fun as well. I definitely understand. You know, I. I, I see what you're saying, and I. And I. The more you talk about, it, the more it makes it obvious to me those kind of things that they're doing. You know, like that they're they're playing to our tendencies to think about people in a certain way and, you know, like building a story that's not super deep, but it's more just beautiful to watch. Right. Yeah. So the care, I mean, like I could, I could not remember what like the main guy's face looked like. Right. And anything yeah. about him, you know, you had, like yeah. I couldn't remember any of the characters. I had to like do a, like nothing was memorable. The characters, right. cause they were so black and white. It's, it's so obvious you just ignore them because you already know what they are, right? right. They're already painted yeah. that way. If you're like, you know, Christmas is red and green, so you don't look at all the red and – you know, it's kind of like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, right. he's a bad guy. I don't – I can flesh out his whole story and be 90% right without watching it. Right. You know? <laughs> like, which, which is great because that's like 100% different juxtapos- juxtaposed against Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Right, because every exactly. character in Deadwood is, uh, like, is all good and all bad and <laughs> right. all medium. You right. know, they're they're everything. They're they're real people that have all of those. You know, like they're just real people <laughs> and right, people yep. from a certain time. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I think there are a few characters in um, in the movie in Avatar that that are you know, more temperamental, right? So they're like more quick into action or something like, so they, they do have like, they're not all perfect. You know, you have different levels of the good guys and you have different levels of the bad guys, um, quote unquote, but you know, but, but when you compare it to something like that, like Deadwood, which these characters are so well developed and it feels so deep and you know, you, you, you sympathize when they do something bad, you're like, ah, yeah, it's bad, but, 
Yeah. That's just, it's something that had to be done. Or like you almost, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see everything how that is, would be a um, good thing, right? Everything's like, <clears throat> what they're doing is earned. They they build it up. So right. you can almost see why everyone's doing whatever they're doing. But that's also a um, positive about doing a TV show. You got the time to build these characters up. Yeah, right. So right. then 10 hours later when they make a decision... <laughs> You get a little like, well, I, I see where they're coming from because this happened right. to them a long time ago, and now they're going to do this, this, and that. Right. But, um, yeah, all right. I think we spent enough time on Avatar. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, no, how much did you – how much were those 3D tickets? I don't remember. I don't know. Nicole bought them. Oh, man. We actually took uh, – we, we – Corinne and Nicole and I went, and then um, we invited – Two of Grin's friends, so Dang. like two of her best friends, we went. So I mean, they they paid for their own tickets. Okay, we just were like, hey, we're gonna go to the movies on this day. Do you guys want to come? And you know, if you yeah. want, we'll we'll meet you there and we'll watch it, and then we'll we'll take you home if you want or whatnot. So, <clears throat> but yeah, did you get snacks and candy and stuff there? Yeah, you know, we got. I mean, we always get popcorn and soda. That's what we do at at movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always really expensive, but that's it's like. Um, well, popcorn, occasionally we'll popcorn yeah. you can't sneak in you just gotta get it yeah right fresh exactly. from there yeah squirt actually, the extra butter it wasn't in. as expensive as i thought it would be at that theater we went to the towson theater the one in the, oh, yeah. in the office circle which is pretty yeah. pretty fancy schmancy but um yeah. that was a good one you know and and yeah so we get you know we usually get like a large soda to split between nicole and Grant and i and we get a large bucket of popcorn sometimes we'll get more than one but that's kind of our go-to. I always, I love popcorn, so I'm okay. I'm like, oh, I'll spend it. You know, we go to the movies like three times a year, so. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, popcorn, yeah. soda. Yeah. I usually try to get something peanut butter chocolatey to throw in there. <laughs> yeah, those are the things where we'll bring along. Like, you know, Nicole will throw oh, yeah. a bunch oh, of yeah, Reese's, sure. you know, Reese's cups in her purse or something or, or like <laughs> Swedish sure. fish or something. Oh, these are all yeah. melted. <clears throat> What is this? Uh, what is this? Sixlets? Um, These aren't M and M's. Sixlets. Oh, <laughs> I actually really like sixlets. I know. I think the older I get, the worse those taste. Every year, they, I'm like, oh, I hate these. <laughs> Who put sixlets. these in here? Sixlets. <laughs> oh, I spilled the sixlets. I, I actually, yeah, I really like sixlets. I I bought my own my own uh, like uh, for like a rain stick. Christmas. <laughs> I bought my own. Uh, Candy cane full of six slits to put into my own oh. into my own uh, stocking. You're like, how many six slits? Six six slits. Hints do I have to drop every year? I never get them. I um. Nicole bought us all Reese's pieces. She got some stuff too. So I bought myself. Uh, I was like, I'm just getting one thing of six slits, putting it in my own stocking. I'll tell a quick story. So I I picked up the groceries. It was just, um, uh, my wife was at work, so it's just me and um, Maeve. Yep. Um, so I bring all the stuff in. I'm trying to, like, get everything done. You know, the dog's out. I'm trying to wrangle everybody. And I'm putting away all the groceries and stuff, and then I throw it all away. And then for the next two days, I couldn't find my wallet. And I'm <laughs> looking everywhere. And then... Caitlin's like, well, maybe, did you check the trash? I'm like, well, the trash went out that day. I'm like, so I already thought about that. You know, it's not, not only did I not want to go and dig through the trash. Right. But 
it was like the last thing. I was like about to like I was looking online for like where can I go to get a new license? Blah 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 blah. You know, like wh- yep. what can I do? Can mm-hmm. I do online yet? Like, like all that type of stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, and she was like, "Well, you know, the trash. I don't think you took the trash out that day." So, and sure enough, I'm digging through, and the first thing I find <laughs> is a Christmas candy cane of gummies <laughs> that I got for <laughs> for Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey. She's like, I tried them. They were horrible. It's like chewing leather. It was the whole That's thing. Great. I was like, dang. No. She just tossed it. She was she like, put it in the, it in she like tossed it in there, covered up with a few things. So yeah, the baby it. poop was over top of it. Oh, man. I was like, well, it was kind of like a last. It was like <clears throat> SpongeBob Krabby Patty gummies. Like they were kind of oh, a weird yeah. thing. But yeah, she likes gummy yeah. stuff. Like she likes that type of stuff. And I was right. like, yeah, why not? I'll try that. Yeah. So so I caught her on that one. <laughs> Although, you know, like, you know, if that's, I don't know. Would you have eaten it if she didn't like it? Mm, maybe. Yeah. I, okay. I got a pretty yeah. good sweet tooth. But whatever. <laughs> I think right, I also yeah. told her, like, <clears throat> a few days before, like, hey, we got to throw out all that candy. Because I'm trying not to eat all this junk. And yeah, if right. it's here, I just, I'll munch on it all day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then I found my wallet in the bottom. I had thrown it out with all those bags when I had yep. scooped them up. Um, and I'll talk more about that at the end. But yeah, that, the candy cane reminded me of. <laughs> what is this? Like, hey. She was like, yeah, I tried them. They were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. I had to throw it out. It's great. <clears throat> um, any last. Uh, show reviews before we yeah. move on we are yeah we, actually we changed have, our podcast format this week um <laughs> two more shows that i want to talk about oh one we one gosh. one might possibly be a little longer the other one can be quick uh the so the other one that i finished was the house of the dragon yeah 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 right super it, good. it, it oh. gets better and better doesn't it uh so good oh my gosh it's so good it's um so again spoiler if you're listening and you haven't watched the house of dragon and you want to you want to spoil talk about it I think it's fine to spoil it. Yeah, we can we can hint at stuff, but um, the uh, so for one in the middle when they changed the actress, that was weird for me at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the heck just happened?" You know, like all these yeah. people just changed. Why? You know, but it, you know, it made sense. Like they jumped ten years or whatever it's supposed to be. Right. Those you know, girls so could not. They can't play whatever forty <clears throat> or, or right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So I was okay with that. I get, you know, it took it took a little while to get used to it. And then once I then once I got used to the idea, I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, just like the way they build throughout the whole season, and like, again, this is like you know characters that are well developed, or like you know they're developing these characters to be all sorts of good and bad and different intentions, and you know you have this this family, the you know the um. Targaryen. Targaryens, you know, who are who are just trying to keep this dynasty alive. And you have the like Valerians who are the other old family and they're trying to keep their dynasty alive and you know, like back and forth and they all they all you know, fly and can tame dragons and it's just so cool. Just like the different dynamics that happen, the different people, the different emotions that happen is super cool. Um I like the the building of the different characters, um, the different like children of the main 
the girl, Rhaenyra Targaryen. Yeah, I will say that. I mean, <clears throat> classic Game of Thrones. You need like a, um, I need like an index mm-hmm. of family members and pictures next to like the name, yeah. and then I need yeah, to see right. like a tree. Yeah, I know. You I know. did that a couple times throughout there. Like, let me pull up real quick. Family tree. Like, like, wait, that's their yeah. kid, but that's not the real father. So that's their kid, but this person's sleeping with that person. Right. And that's that family, <laughs> and then this other family. It's like, it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. And I love that you know, they 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 embrace the fact that like the daughter and her uncle fall in love and marry you know like which, is, and, which i will say in any other show is like disgusting right like yeah. it's gross it's a it's like a 30 like a, 35 yeah. year old guy um trying to like hook up with a 15 like it's it's like disgusting right yeah but the, i mean that i mean that is the, that's what they do apparently the incest thing yeah, right. That's like, like what the Targaryens did. They like, like married brother and sister, and they married cousins right. to cousins to keep the line, you know, pure. Know. Well, yeah, and yeah, to keep the Targaryen line I mean, going. Yeah, that is know, old so. school like royalty stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, out, I love they that they did that. You know, and I love that character. I love the. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but um, you know, the the brother of the king. Like, oh, he's, great. he's He's a great character, you know, and and he's a complex character, right? He's got all these like, he's got all these different emotions, and you know, he's he's raw, but he's also you know sometimes bad and sometimes good, and you know, it's just like such a a fun character, and you know, when he uh, he cut off the one character's head, you know, that's just like <laughs> yeah, right. such an amazing scene. I was like, holy shit, you know, like watching that, <laughs> like right. you know, right. it's like rarely ever do i like physically express my emotion while i'm watching a show but that's when i like i like covered my mouth i was like i can't believe that just happened you know it was like so awesome like you need yeah you need those moments yeah surprise you and again Mm -hmm. they're paid for moments Mm -hmm. it builds up to that it just doesn't happen just because to hey we need something crazy to happen here it's been building up to that and then yeah. as it's happening, you're also going, can this guy get away with this? Yeah, right. Like he, I <laughs> yep. don't think he can be saying that. And right then when that thought hits your brain, yep. is that he chops his head off. You're yeah, like, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this, yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah like, and then, the, you know, the final, the final scenes, you know, where there's this big thing that happens, that same th- idea was like, the, can oh, this the, happen? The dragon stuff? Yeah, right. I was like, can this actually happen? Is this going to happen? And then it happens. You're like, yeah, there's, <gasps> there's a surprising you know? dragon yeah. fight. Yeah. But yeah, the way they did it was so good. And, and the, and the oh, response so by the other guy after mm-hmm. it happened, like, mm-hmm. oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, what what happened? This was not, it wasn't supposed to go that far. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's great. It's such a good show, man. And, and oh, it's so the, good. The, um, as you said earlier this week, the juxtaposition, juxtaposized, juxtapazizzled, juxtapazizzled, juxtaposition, putting two things against each other. That compared to the Ring of Power, Lord of the Rings show. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet, but yeah, it's just so glaringly obvious how much 
better that show is than Lord of the Rings, which is really sad because I thought it'd be opposite. Like I didn't, I wasn't right. excited at all for a prequel to, even though I love Game of Thrones, right? Well, I was really excited about a Lord of the Rings show, but yeah, because I think it, like in general, you know, we at least our family has watched a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff. We've read a lot of the books. Like mm-hmm. we were more invested in that story over mm-hmm. the over the years of our lives. Game of Thrones is much more recent, so you're not we're not as invested in it as right. a family, as a people, you know, like <laughs> right. so like you know, we're expecting that this prequel to you know, the age of the third age or whatever, you know, the Lord of the Rings, you're expecting a lot from it. You're hoping for a lot because we're so invested in the rest of the story. Yeah, well, I guess the ghost <clears throat> don't ever bet against an HBO show compared to anything else. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, they have such a good track record. Everything, Everything's right. quality. So. Which is a perfect lead-in to the next show I was going to talk about, which was <laughs> The Last of Us. Oh, Which is yeah. so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm oh, so nice. excited. And, and this is not really a spoiler because it's just the first week and everyone potentially could have watched that first episode if they didn't. And we talk about something. It's not going to really give anything away. But, um, yeah, just super awesome. Was it Pedro Pascal? Is that the actor's yeah, name? Yeah. Yeah. He's really good, you know. I was really happy with him. I was really happy with the way his the his daughter acted as opposed to the main girl. You know, like these two kind of different people. You know, these two different female characters that he's acting against. Like that was that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, really good. It's funny. So you and I were at, we were watching the Ravens. Um, postseason game against Cincinnati and uh, you know it was 8 o'clock game so by the time we got done it was about 11.30 or so and then we drove we were up at your friend Guy's house so we were up there up in Pennsylvania so we drove back to you know drove back to your house and then we I drove home so but while we were watching the football game I was like well at least we have you know because the Ravens lost so like well at least, <laughs> at least we have the last of us to watch right. you know we're like oh yeah that's a, yeah so we both went home and watched I only watched like a half of it or a third of it because I fell asleep because I do that <laughs> but that being said it was like 12:30 when I started watching it so yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah but oh man it's so good um I'm super excited I love I love post-apocalyptic stuff and that like I, I like that it's kind of a the way that they go about it is this um, this like uh, fungus right so it's there yeah. there are a couple of different funguses and, and I've known about these that will inf- kind of like infect specifically like ants and things mm-hmm. and then basically like makes them like their mind change and they'll go and they'll like go back into their own colony and then spread this thing. Like the fungus makes them do this thing to take yeah, it's over. Like, it's like perfect. It's like nature's zombies. Right. Exactly. So it's a and perfect so, um, yeah. way to yeah, explain that. How do we make yeah. zombies that actually, you know, some type of thing from nature. So, right. Exactly. Like what? Yeah. And it's an example from nature, right? This is an actual documented thing that there's this fungus that takes over and basically controls their mind and makes them want to go back and propagate this virus, this fungus right into the rest of their community and take over, basically kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like the fact that they're using that angle is really fun. I like that. It's, it's that, you know, it's the kind of zombie post-apocalyptic as well as a post-apocalyptic world. Um, yeah. You know, not just, not just straight a zombie apocalypse, but like, uh, 
uh, an economic collapse because of this, right? And they kind of balance those two things. I think it's really cool. Yeah, um, I um, yeah. I played the game a long time ago when it came out with my buddy mm-hmm. guy speaking a guy and beat it. This is <laughs> one of my favorite games ever because the story was so good. Oh, nice. And what I'll say is the cool thing about it. I mean, it was just a fun game, and it was like semi open world. But so he he travels across the country for a bunch of different reasons, kind of what I can remember, mm-hmm. and that's at the end of the the first episode. They're already traveling, right? Yeah, they're um, starting. To, yep. Um, but it's it, I I the good thing about that is you can like create these little. I mean, for a video game, you need a bunch of different little things to happen. So you're constantly going to new areas and meeting new, like, people and new creatures and things like that. So right. I'm really excited for that. Like, each episode's going to be great because it's like, yeah. oh, now they're here. And there's, like, this weird group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, I watched the little the little ending thing or whatever the kind of oh, did, I haven't, of. I haven't watched it, no. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of it, they they basically talk about the first episode, but at the like at the end of it, there's like a few more clips yeah. of things that happen in the show, right? It's like these like one second clips, and one of them's like a, a group of you know kind of wild westy cowboy people, like everyone's riding around on horses and stuff. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know? That's like out in the middle of the country, and you yeah. know, like just I'm excited about what's gonna happen, you know? Like these different people they're gonna meet along the way. That's one of the things. One of the the storylines that I really enjoy about some of the other books that I've read is when people travel and they meet different groups of people that have, right. that have like changed and developed differently over time based off of their location. And I thought that was always really cool to be like, how do you write a new group of people that's over here? And they've, they're a certain way because they've had to adapt to that certain environment or, you know, whoever their leader was at the time of this, a, you know, economic collapse or post, you know, apocalyptic event, mm-hmm. you know, they all, they kind of gather around this new group of people. And so they, they're, they're completely different. Their mindset's completely different. So it's, you know, I'm excited to see that go that way. And again, like, you know, admittedly, I love post-apocalyptic stuff. Like that's one of my favorite genres. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, I was like, yeah. when I saw the show yeah. come, I was like so excited, you know, like every day leading up to Sunday last week, I was like, Oh, Oh, here it is. Next one, next one, next one. I was like so yeah. excited to and watch it. it so. It's been so long since I played it. I remember like three or four more story beats, but that's it. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to, like, I kind of know what the ending was the way I played the game. Right. So whether they do that or I think there's like also decisions oh. and stuff you can make that change the ending. So I don't okay. know what they're going to do. And like I said, I only have like four three or four memories of other bits that happen. Mm. So I'm excited. Like it's all pretty much. That's cool. Know, yeah. Like go anyway. to, so, yeah. So who knows? Like I'm just, um, it's, it's great. So yeah, there you go. We talked for 40 minutes about shows and movies. <laughs> about shows. Yeah. <laughs> There's our uh, episode title. Spoiler alert. <laughs> talking about shows. Although I don't think we spoiled anything too much. You know, we just kind of talked about the different stuff. So yeah. Yep. So yeah. So, uh, what we've been up to we've been hard at work <laughs> making more we videos. have been yeah yeah it's been fun um and like you 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 uh kind of prompted a little, a little radio tease for the device which is really exciting um so the the vice that we we restored was the vice that i 
got from my wife's grandfather who passed away this past uh, past year in 2022, early in 2022. And um, since, let's see, the first time that I visited my wife's grandparents would have been when my wife and I were dating. Probably, let's say, 2003. Um, so it's been 20 years. Um, and, uh, and it was just this last year that, that, uh, George passed away. But ever since that first time that I visited, I saw this beautiful Wilton bullet vice that he had in his shop and, you know, have always loved it and, um, thought, you know, like kind of when I first saw it, it was, I don't know if at that time I thought about it, but obviously over the years it was like more and more I really enjoyed it and and, and it became a reality that maybe at some point in the future (laughs) I might get this vice. You know, it was like as George got older and as as Nicole and I were longer together longer and I got married and we had kids and, you know, we're here like for a long time um, that I – I just made it very plain to everyone who was associated with my wife's family that I love that vice, you know, and it was like (laughs) something that I, I always loved and thought it was really cool. And, um, so he has a, you know, beautiful Wilton bullet vice from uh, 1954, which I found out later because (laughs) when you take the main, uh, the, the, um, dynamic jaw, the jaw that moves when you take that out on the bottom of it, it gives you an actual date on it. That, uh, is the, the dates change. Some of them are just the date. Some of them have like a guaranteed expiration date. So this one is kind of cool because it has the guaranteed expiration date of 1959, which means that it's, it has a five-year guarantee. So, which means it's from 1954, which is really awesome. So five-year guarantee, five-year guarantee. And what's yep. the, what's the, the writing under the five-year guarantee unless abused? Yeah. It says by uh guarantee by manufacturer, unless, abused or something like that which is great (laughs) you know it's like yeah if you if you smash on this with a hammer and you run over it with a truck we're not going to give you your money back right (laughs) that's great it's like and that's the like yeah that's the the um the what's the the small writing right the small print that's like all this guarantee works fine as long as you know there's not miss you know it's not misused right yeah and that that normal wear and tear yeah that sticker as you're clean, uh, cleaning yeah. it off, it's half and half. It's like F and a little bit of an I. Right, like yeah. R-E so on, on like the vice, right. Yeah. yeah. There's a sticker that shows, right. So we're talking about like on underneath the dynamic jaw, it has this actual printed onto it, has the date. But then on, on the outside of the vice, it has a sticker on it that's been mostly worn away. It's a little bit something there, and I couldn't really tell. I was like, okay, there was something like, there was something here. It had some words on it. And we were like looking at it. And so, yeah, we take a couple pictures of it and we're zooming in and we're looking at it. And I'm like, okay, well, it says like, it looks like it says FI or something. Like, I couldn't really see exactly. Like, and then you're looking at the end, you're like A N T E E. You're like, Ron T. We're trying to figure out what is this thing. And then it hit me. It was like, oh, the five year guarantee. Right. That's what it says. It says five year guarantee. Right. So, That was cool. So yeah, we were we're like, oh, that'd be kind of cool if we could remake that, you know, or right. maybe someone makes it. And then of course, I yeah, you looked it up, and the mm-hmm. next day I think you sent me the link. You're like, here it is. Mm-hmm. So I just like I just I didn't even hesitate because I knew we were on, you know, we're on a 
a relatively quick schedule. Like we're shooting every couple of days to get these videos done. So I was like, okay, I'll just buy this one. You know, I was like, okay, it's going to be like, it was something like three to seven days that it should, should show up. So I just, right. I just wanted to like 12 bucks or 13 bucks. Yeah. I didn't even look like I looked at the sticker and I was like, okay, that's definitely the sticker. Um, it, in the quote unquote fi- fine print around it, it was actually a sticker for a, a different vice for a different jaw size. But the only reason why it was different is because there are other stickers that come along with it that you can put on that that stick that like designate the jaw size. And so the one that I bought was for a mini bullet vice, not the normal one, but the five year guarantee sticker is the same size. So right, right. that was fine. It was just like there were other stickers that talked about like the type of jaw size and they were different sizes. So. Yeah, no, it I was, was like, perfect, Ooh. and it came. I mean, oh, the sticker's yeah. great. It looks like, yeah, they apparently they go into a lot of work to get, make quality stickers. Yeah, whether yeah. that's BS or not, but I'll tell you, it, it looked real good. Yeah, um, it's, it, yeah, it, it's so nice. Uh, like you said, you weren't sure, and when you said that, I was, I was like, yeah, I also wasn't sure about the sticker because you know you get like anything, you get to a point, and you're like, man, that looks really good. But there's always like, what if I had this? What if I had that? What if I had yeah, that? And then, right. uh, then we've all done it where you go overboard, and then it's too busy. You've done too much. You've lost right. something. You know, yeah. like where, what, at what point did I lose what I really liked about it? Right. Um. So we weren't sure, or I wasn't sure. And then you brought it up as well. Right. Like to yeah. put like now we're putting stickers on it from like the original like stickers that were on it. Like is that Yeah. Is it like too much um flare? Like right. all the space. <laughs> like yeah, the flare. You know the Nazis had flares too. They made the <laughs> Jews <laughs> wear it. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's great. So are we flaring up the vice <clears throat> that we, we were praising, you know, when you fit yeah. fit pretty much finished it. We're all right, walking yeah. around and going, man, it looks great. This is so good. The black and the, like it. And then yeah, it's the like, green oh, and the black and the thing. copper and yeah. But I, I, I think it really makes it, it, it finishes it off nicely with that yeah, sticker. It really does. And, and that was one of the things, like I wanted to keep some of that, um, some of that original, you know, wear and tear feeling to it right it's like yeah i repainted the whole thing so it's clean again and i you know i wire wheeled everything clean everything up and i blackened some of the stuff but there are some hints of the history of this piece like like the jaws all the all the marking you know pieces that have been marked up on the 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 soft jaws jaws, i left right and um and then the two adjustment or the the tightening knobs that tighten the swivel like those were like a little bit bent and i thought about straightening them but I was like, ah, oh, they work fine. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. they still slide perfectly fine through the adjustment knob and all. So, so I leave those. Right. And, and then, yeah, it was just, it was nice because that sticker was just a kind of finishing touch that just added that little bit. It was like the cherry on top, yeah. just to yeah. like put a little thing on top. Like, everything still felt the same. Like, I had this like same feel and, and I mounted it in the place where we mounted the Yoast vice. So I kind of took off the Yoast vice and I mounted this vice. And and the wood I used was not super clean. And you know I wasn't worried about making it look perfect because I want to be able to use. I want to I want to use the vice and I don't want to be afraid to use the vice because I'm gonna like ding it up or mess it up. You know. Right, so right. so that was kind of my mindset too. Is like if I make it if I restore it too perfectly, then I'm gonna be weird it out when I clamp something in it and scrape some paint off. And I don't want to feel that way, you know, because it's still a tool. And I know, you know, George wouldn't have cared about 
that. You know, he wouldn't have cared about how beautiful it looks. He would have cared like purely about how it worked. You know, he was a man like who who liked quality things. Like he wanted, he had you know snap on tools, and he had, mm. but he also had some Harbor Freight stuff. He like he wanted a thing to do what it was supposed to do well, right? So it didn't it wasn't necessarily it didn't have to be perfect quality or beautiful. It had just to do the job well. So I I imagine, and I never really talked to him about it, but I imagine that when he bought this vice, probably. In 1954, 1955, right? He brought he bought one of the like when it was brand new. He was probably buying something that he knew was really good and it was quality and it would last him his lifetime, and it did. did. You know, like my my mother in law was born in 1957, so like it was it predates her. My her uncle her brother, um, who the two of them together agreed that like they would give me the vice. He was born in 1950. 1954, I think, or maybe 56 or something, or maybe 55. So he's a couple years older than her. But, like, this would have been something that George bought when he was, like, in his 20s, when he he was a GM mechanic for, you know, GM for the manufactured cars. Like, that's what he did his whole life. He was a diesel mechanic, retired from GM, and, um, you know, he bought this thing that was going to last him forever, and it did. You know, it lasted him his entire life, and... And so my only hope is that I can now like use it and love it and hopefully not hurt it, but use it to the best of its ability. It's a tool. It's what it is. So, right. And then you'll, um, I mean, there'll be a few things that bits and scratches that you add to it and mm-hmm. get passed down to the next Your, you know, your grandkids right. or who knows and whoever, who, whoever's interested in it. Right. Yeah, and then I'll have this great story and it'll have a really cool video there and to it'll like, be a video document you can see it's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like was really excited to you know, for my mother in law and my my uncle in law to have that as well. Mm. Right. To have this like documentation of this thing that was always there in their house growing up. It was always there. Like uh, that their father had that. That vice was always there. So and you know, there's, I'm sure he was kind of a hoarder. He loved tools and he loved bits. He would save all the little bits of like plumbing, PVC, springs, keys. He like just saved everything. And not to the point where, I mean, to some people it might be to the point of hoarding, but like to me, it was like, okay, this is a man who, who wants to be able to use these things in the future. So it wasn't like he thought, I think, I think, I think that he thought if he could use it in the future, if it was a tool or a something you know like a bit of hardware or something that he might be able to use in the future he just didn't throw it away he saved it but yeah. it was all fairly well organized he knew in his he knew where all that stuff was you right, know like right. so like you know for the fact that i just think it's kind of cool that um they could have that and and about halfway through when i kind of took everything apart and i cleaned it all up and wire wheeled everything i took a picture of everything and i sent it to betsy my mother-in-law and wes her brother and we're like you know here it is. Like it's get it's it's working. It's going. Like I'm super excited. I'm you know thank you guys for trusting me with this and give it to me. So you sent them the cool. finished photo too, right? Uh, I I don't think I sent them the absolute finished photo. Nicole took a picture at one point when my wife Nicole took a picture at one point when it was kind of mostly painted and put together. I think she sent that one to them. So so I'll I'll, I'll send them the link to the video and stuff when they. Uh, when when it's finished they can see the whole thing yeah there's um if you're a patron you get they that's the only place that uh yep 
and and if you are following the Art of Craftsmanship on Instagram, you can see it from above without this right. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the actual final picture, yeah, I did share it with our patrons on <laughs> yeah. on Discord. So if you uh, if you want that little bit more of an inside baseball <laughs> look into the Art of Craftsmanship, you want to get these like super super sneak peeks <laughs> before you know, we the, show the, it in three days' time. Or yeah, two days <laughs> right. Exactly. Time. Yeah. Um, right. So. Yeah, that has been fun too. Kind of uh, chatting with the patrons. Yeah, um, we did get a new patron. This oh, last, did we last week? Oh man, nice. Um, Let's take a look. Um, I didn't see that. Let's uh, see. Hold on one second. God, I think I know who it is, but I well, it's it's it says uh, Mark LeBlanc. Oh yeah, that's uh, Papa. What's that? Yeah, Papa Hatch Axe. Yeah. That's Mark LeBlanc. Awesome. Nice. So he's a, yeah, he's a new patron. So Discord. he'll, oh, absolutely. He'll see that. You got to send him the Discord oh. link or, okay. Yeah. 14 patrons. Nice. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. But that's the thing. Like, um, we get lost in our, in our mail. Yeah, it gets a little lost in the mail. So we want to, like, make sure that we and see that thing. So I'm glad. I, I got a bone to pick with you about our mail. Okay. <laughs> it is. We both have weird things in our mail that we've signed up for. That <laughs> is clogging our mail up. Okay. <laughs> um. Tarot glasses. I mean, yeah, Tarot. Yeah, like Tarot. I wear. We get, a, we get something from them like every day. <laughs> I and can, yeah, I mean, I can. And what is? But... What is? I'm looking through it. <laughs> what is Black Wolf? Oh, it's some like some woodworking company that sent me something, or they they sent like, "Hey, you should be part of this thing." So I like went in to like sign up to be part of this woodworking thing or whatever. But then I think at the last minute I was kind of like, "Eh, I don't really care." But it was too late. I mean, obviously I can <laughs> I can unsubscribe. <laughs> but do you know who too Luke late. from Black Wolf Wolf is? No, but that's like the main person, right? Who who does it's like I said, it's like a kind of woodworking company community, I guess. You know, and like email chain, so they do well, some here's stuff. The thing. So now, Luke from Black Wolf, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> listen up. You there's the, it's these fake personalized emails that I hate even more than just broad business emails. If you're going to sound a bunch of broad ones, like, hey, we got this new deal. Hey, we got that. And you're, like, hitting us up every day with specials. Like, I expect that. But the fake, like, he says, like, at the top of everything, you by name. Right. Like, hey, Dustin, we're doing this and this. And at the end, it's like, have a great day, my friend. Luke, blah, blah. It's like. Yeah. It's, I, I. Drives me crazy. <laughs> like you don't know right. us, or I, I. I was just. I was thinking like, you get so many of these. It can't be like. You don't. I was thinking like you actually. It can't be just a real correspondence. Right. It's yeah. this fake like, sign up and we'll punch in your name and this and that every time. Right. Like ah, uh, I, I I hate that. And then they send one yeah. like every day like. Come on, let it be. You've just become more annoying than, than like helpful or like whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, um, yeah, yeah. There's something about that kind of like artificial, candid thing. You know where you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's like, hey, hey, buddy, you know, it just feels like one of the the tr- the like um, uh, fishing, you know, like fishing for information yeah. feels like that. Yeah. Like, hey, friends, like, hey, I love your work. You know, you should send me your pictures so I can put them up on my nude channel. Like, whoa, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it just feels like that. Right. So when, yeah, something like like there's <laughs> and, and well, let's say this. Right. So compared to somebody like someone else who does newsletters, right? Like I get a newsletter from Jimmy DeResta. I get a newsletter from Brandon at Whiskey River. You know, those are just like, hey, guys, this is what's and, happening. And right? those so are they a understand. lot less frequent. And he's right. also promoting a video, and you love his right. videos. So it's, right, exactly. you want to know about it. <clears throat> right. But he's not going, hey, insert name here. Yeah, it's right, so great exactly. to talk to you, friend. Well, I let you blah, 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 blah. No, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm working on a canoe. I'm doing this thing. Thanks. Yeah, it's some like, things. hey, community, this is some yeah, of the yeah, things yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. if we were to do a community letter, which maybe down the road we will, but there's no way we'd be punching in fake people's names or, like, punching in that right. and, like, doing yeah. it once a day. Like, no, it's you annoy people more than <laughs> – you. I think there's more negatives <clears throat> of, from what you're going to get. You know, right. you're, you're yeah. bothering people way more to where, like, now I see the name and I cringe and I, like, I don't delete the emails because it's, like, directly to you. Right, yeah. But I want to. I just want to block them because it's, like. Yeah, we can we can go in and unsubscribe. Okay. It's not a, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, but, but thinking about, so because you brought up in the email and you brought up the Patreons, pa- the patrons on Patreon. Let me list, list out our patrons real quick because we really are. Very appreciative of them. Enter um, name here. <laughs> thank you too. Thank blah, you, friend. <laughs> you uh, mean so we, the world yeah. to us. <laughs> so we have Abigail TV. Abigail TV. Thank you so much. Part Charlie Pettinger, who's been um, you know patron for a long time. Anonymous. We know who you are, so thank you very much. Uh, we have John, Jim Gardner, um, Justin Miller, who's Florida Man Forge. Thank you very much as a patron. Hiko Lang, um, James uh, from Redbeard Ops. We talked to him on the podcast. Bob, at, that's uh, Shed underscore 72. I think he's out of Australia. Good dude. Does some cool stuff with um, like tropical aquariums. Ooh. And then he was also doing a bunch of stuff. He was posting some stuff about making a, um, I think like an RC race boat. You know, like a remote, oh, nice. remote control boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's doing like that. Um, Brigham Kendall, which mm-hmm. is cool because Brigham Kendall is like kind of everywhere. He's he's like very active on Knife Talk. He's very active on, you know, just all over the place. So so Brigham Kendall, thank you so much. Master of None, uh, Bill McMahon, Nicholas Seeley, Roger Thompson, and then our newest patron, um, who's been a patron for eight days now, Mark LeBlanc, Pop Hatch, Papa Hatch Axe on Instagram. Join and he's us. some really beautiful stuff. So join us on Discord. Yes, we're trying to get so. that going. I mean, you know, w- whether people want to drop <clears throat> in some questions or not, we're just going to keep posting stuff there. And yeah, yeah. Like when I'm bored and Dustin's doing something, we're doing a time lapse. I usually give him a few <laughs> photos. And like, yeah, that's kind of cool too, right? Because like we can post on Instagram, but it's nice to be able to like. Hey, you know, like we know kind of if we if we put these messages up on Instagram, I'm sorry, on uh, Discord, it's actually it'll like the people who are part of that Discord channel. So our patrons will see that and they'll be like, oh, there's a chat happening. Right. So then we get this kind of active chat with this smaller group of people, which is really nice. 
it's a nice like like small community which is yeah. cool yeah so that's so. thanks thanks gang i'm trying to build it up and yeah absolutely who knows when uh youtube will decide to demonetize everyone making any type <laughs> of thing that they want to call a weapon so right exactly <laughs> yeah right we could get our our small uh spending funds taken away from us yeah right <laughs> So yeah, we finished. So we finished the Vice video, which is cool. Um, I think that was like a three-day shoot. We had one day, kind of taking everything apart, doing the intro, and then maybe on that first day, we did we do everything and paint? No, no. So the first day we no because it took forever. Did the intro? Oh right, yeah. So we took it. We did the intro, and then we kind of ground everything on the first day. I think the second day we we painted. You prepped it and painted. Yeah. Right. And then the third day was the finish. So it was just three days. And then. Because I, another, I yeah, painted a little there bit. There was another the, day where you own. painted and shot shot it on the GoPro. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I did it on my own. But, like, we got together for three days. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and, I yeah, obviously, I spent a couple of days doing some extra coats of paint on it because I want to make sure it had enough time to, like, to dry and then actually set completely before I put the next coat of paint on. And I was actually being really careful to put on like thin layers of paint. So that way it wouldn't, you know, drip or anything like that. Just kind of do these like thin layers to build up a nice coat of it. So that was kind of cool. So yeah, that's all done, all shot, all ready to be finished, edited, and then it'll come out maybe sometime this weekend or so. I'm trying, I'm pushing. I, uh, Cool. My daughter only gave me forty-five minutes to edit today. On her. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You know, it's it's the great thing about not having a sponsor for the video. It doesn't matter when it comes <laughs> out. We can put it whatever one we had. <laughs> we don't need your money. <laughs> We're not locked into any time frame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, uh, um, a simple little life inspired me. His uh, that their channel um, getting sponsored by. Oh, yeah, Princess, Princess Aldo. We need to yeah. reach out. Even though Jimmy says you don't have to reach out to people, you'll get a sponsor right. when they reach out to you, which people do reach out. We just don't ever wants to offer you this and that, little little chick, yeah. little chunks and little things and things for free. Right, um, yeah. But that is maybe an opportunity they don't know about. But, hey, look, yeah. all these Canadians are, they're all getting sponsored by princess auto right exactly it's the canadian why, why the, don't the we canadian yeah, uh um you know the the what the it's can it's the canadian version of harbor freight right so right. it's the, like why don't we do that yeah we can yeah. do yeah. Maybe reach out i like it yeah that's we're, jeremy we're said cheap. Like, we work cheap for freight, now yeah. right now so. <laughs> right exactly get us now why we why our videos right. get less views and then <laughs> Sign us to like a one year deal of sponsors, and then you'll get yeah. It. I was listening to uh, the Making It podcast, and they were talking a little bit about sponsorship stuff, and and uh, um, Dave talked about the the what what sponsors do is they basically take your like last five videos or whatever they decide to do, and then they right. they kind of average those and they look at those mm-hmm. those numbers you've gotten, and based off of those numbers, then they give you a price per video or what they want to sponsor you for the next few videos. So if your last five videos are doing really well, then that's what they're looking at. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put in a video that does kind of bad, then they were talking about like, okay, well, do you like do you take that one down and then that way it doesn't affect those sponsors until it's after those five, and then you put it back up. 
right? So you do like four more videos or five more videos and then you make it live again, right? So then it's no longer <laughs> affecting your yeah your sponsor number. I, like, well, I, yeah, that's something to think about, you know, I, but. True, but I think that the, the money they're going to give you won't fluctuate that much unless you have mm. – a million views, a hundred thousand views, and then f- like two thousand views, right? And then yeah. a million views, a million views, right? A lot of people are a lot closer than that. Even though some people do get giant, right. you know, all of a sudden you get yeah. hot, and all of a sudden you, all your videos are making three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand views, right? Um, but if it's that close, you can work with them a little bit. Like when we had our sponsorship and all, people offering stuff, you yeah, can, you can, you can. You can work it a little bit. I, I would never take down a video unless I'm not taking it down. Good content. If it's something you didn't like, right. maybe that. And that if was something too, small, like, like yeah. oh, some weird live thing we did. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really care if that goes down. But right, that, and that was what they were kind of talking about because Bob had done a video on, um, on doing like, could you toast a piece of toast and put an <laughs> image on the toast right mm. so it was like can you do a portrait on toast right so it was like kind of a weird video and they were like oh this is kind of fun like let's do let's put this video up you know and so it wasn't something that really was like the rest of their channel so he was like okay in that situation i wouldn't feel really bad about like taking that down until i put up a couple more videos which they're doing one video a week right so then like in a month i just remake it you know uh, I, I relist it, you know, so unlist it until you have a few more videos and then you relist it. So that way it's there, but it's not affecting what the sponsors are looking at, which was, was kind of cool. Yeah. Something yeah. to think about, you know, and that's basically their, their ending to all that was basically that same thing. They were like, yeah, something to think about, you know, like no one committed to one thing or another, but they were like, it's just another piece of the puzzle that goes into, you know, our mindset when we're thinking about how do you make a channel that sustains one person, two people, a whole crew of people, you know, like that's one of those things you have to think about. Just one of those things. All right, so I got one thing <laughs> before we move on or wrap up or uh-huh. whatever we're going to do. Um, sure. It was an impulse buy, but I've thought about doing it before. We actually mm. kind of talked about doing it before. An idea for a video. Oh, yeah. So I bought some things that I want you to, it's like a reaction video, but it's not. I want to see what your thoughts about the things I bought. Okay. All right. Um, I was trying to get that little, that, those extra videos we can make some uh, <laughs> some views on. You never know. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this would be fun to, because they're so weird, I think. I'm not sure what they're used for and, and um it's like knife stuff. There's there's knife okay. stuff. That's all I'll say about it. Because right, I, cool. I, I do want to get your genuine, like, open it up, find out what it is, and then kind of review it and figure out what you can do with the thing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of a good idea, like the blind review. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to uh, give your, I don't know if yeah. I've seen anyone do that, <laughs> like a blind review. Like, here's this new random tool that you have nothing about. You know nothing about this thing. And now you need to like open it up and think about how, it, like, what it, whether it would work or not. Ooh, yeah, that's kind of like cool. get your reaction to what they are, and then right if you could use them. If they're stupid, I mean, I'll show you. Okay. I'll tell you how much I paid for it on the video. Right. Um, 
And then, ah, I like that. Yeah. So I think another thing that we haven't talked about, which is something that you thought of for a video for a while, which we're actually now going to do is the, the engine conversion for the bicycle. Yeah. And we haven't talked about that yet. I don't think we, like, we it's funny when we, when we have like guests for a couple of weeks and stuff, we, we, <laughs> we don't talk about these things on the podcast. Like we maybe we did. I it with know, this and ended it with avatar. I know. Right. You're like, all right, if you're listening now, from now on out, there's going to be a bunch of talk about shows. You can stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> people were like that episode. was just, they were talking about avatar and like HBO. Like, like no, the last I left after minutes, they talked minutes. about all the stuff they were doing. Yeah. All this awesome, like cool, like in, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah so that's gonna be our next video which i'm super excited about that's really cool to like um so we bought this conversion kit so it you take a regular bicycle and you can buy these conversion kits that that have a little uh like a small um, cubic, centi- yeah, two, cubic centimeter engine i think we have two, 88 it's 80 cc's or something like that right yeah, two stroke 80 cc engine with all yeah. the stuff the sprockets yeah. Everything yep. you need to um, hook it up yeah. to a bike. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's really cool. It's like it's such a fun thing, and it's so out of our normal wheelhouse for what we do on the channel. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do like engine stuff just because that's not who I am. Like, I don't have engine tools. You know, like <laughs> when I work on an engine, it's kind of like it's kind of just. Hopefully, I understand what's right. going on, but I don't really. You know, like I can kind of diagnose an engine thing, maybe. But like I'm and like that, okay, well if you know if like we said if there's not a big like on off switch in the engine, I don't really know what's going on in there. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, uh, and that's why we're bringing in our brother Drew. Yeah, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, has been on a bunch of podcasts. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. This he's our yeah, mechanical he's... engine yep. yeah. uh, car guy brother. So we we're gonna hook him up. Oh man, we might have to jump on buying new mics, dust. Because uh, the, the yeah. issues we had with the having them both on at the same time and the one dying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, but I'm, yeah, that's going to be really cool. So that'll be our next video. So yeah, maybe we, maybe we should do that sooner rather than later. We have some money coming in from our, our little bit of, uh, ad, you know, placement money that's coming in. So, you know, we'll be able to yeah. put that right into our, our December some YouTube revenue, which is, yeah, right. All, yeah. It's always higher, just because. Yeah, the, the, I mean that's what YouTube says. There, there's right. more ads for stuff to buy, which I I get and I don't get. Like I get that everyone's yeah, right. everyone's doing more ads during Christmas to sell stuff because everyone's buying stuff at Christmas, right? But you would think there's always enough advertisers to cover. Like, do people? Yeah, is it just knows. prime real estate? Like, you got do the ad. Do people or, have or to maybe it's, spend more per ad during December yeah, on YouTube? Yeah, maybe, right. Because people are inclined yeah. to to follow an ad to buy something mm-hmm. because they're thinking about gifts, mm-hmm. right? So maybe, right, maybe the ad revenue is higher because the ads are more expensive in that time because they know right. if someone sees it, they're more inclined to try to, you know, to click on it. So maybe it is, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we usually make a little bit yeah. more. So we got a little chunk we can... We can, yeah, we can buy some some mics and stuff. Yeah, so that would be fun. And on top of that, we have a new like hot off the presses behind the scenes. If you're listening now, is that we had a e bike company reach out to us. 
<laughs> which is really cool. Whether yeah. they're going to send us a bike or not is right. We'll see. So we had an e-bike company reach out and was like interested in our channel and interested in possibly sending us an e-bike, right? So an electronic bike, and which is really good because we thought about with this video, it could be like, uh, okay, this is how much money you can spend on a relatively cheap conversion kit and you get this for it for a bicycle, or you can compare that to what you get for this other sum of money for an electric bike, but because you and Caitlin have electric bikes and we have these two things to compare. Right. And the, yeah, the original <clears throat> idea was, cause I had looked at getting one cause I, I right. kind of wanted one cause you can buy these Chinese engine kits for, let's say, ninety to one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. They yep. usually float around one hundred and ten dollars, which I thought was crazy. Mm-hmm. They can get an engine and everything for one hundred and ten bucks. Um, yeah. So that that's the original idea, and then. Right. We, yeah, and that was like a couple of years ago. You're we like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, let's let's get this engine conversion kit and put it on a bike. And shoot a video like that yeah, and cool. then and then we we like, would be cool buying e-bikes and so yeah. now now it will be a comparison like right but yeah. the original title was going to be like a hundred dollars a hundred miles per gallon like right the this is what you can get for like a hundred bucks if you have your own bike mm-hmm. um and now we'll probably go out and buy one and see what you can get for like 250 bucks compared to like 1700 dollars right Yep. For an e-bike. Yeah. And then I also, I was thinking, Dust, um, we'll do the direct comparison. And at the end, the one of the big points is hopefully we can maybe get someone shooting off the back of one of the other e-bikes. And you're, like, on the e-bike on the on the trail. Right, yeah. And you can, like, wrap it up that way. Yeah. You know, be like... This is what you can do with an e-bike. You can, right. Yeah, exactly. You can go on these trails. And you like, can go in everywhere that a normal bike would go legally. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the right. best. That's the big thing is right. you can go on rail trails and all these things and, and yeah. that you can't do with. But if you're just yeah. commuting somewhere or you need something to get around the farm or whatever, like it's you can't beat the price. Yeah, bucks. right, exactly. And, you know, and there's also something to the, like the sound of an engine, you know, there's like, oh, yeah. it's all there. There's a different, it's a different mindset when you're riding around with this, like, brrr, you know, underneath you, like a mini bike or a dirt bike. It's a yeah, different it's kind fun. of mindset, you know? Yep. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely something really nice about the, the convenience and the kind of versatility that an e-bike gives you that you can use it wherever because you have this kind of pedal assist. So it looks like a normal bike, but you can ride it on a normal trail and, and no one's going to be bothered by the fact that you have this electronic assist bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and it, there's, there's something, too. It's funny because Nicole, my wife, always – I've talked about multiple times wanting to do kind of a, like – a backpacking trip, but like a powered backpacking trip. Like let's mm-hmm. rent four wheelers and go like a hundred miles in three mm-hmm. days, you know, or something. And, and she likes the idea of the ease of that, but she doesn't like the idea of the sound. Right. Cause it's like this thing that, that changes the environment of backpacking and being oh, in the yeah. woods. You have this, like the sound of the engine, right? She's, she's very much affected by sound. So like, she doesn't want that. Um, yeah. So something like horseback riding, we've we've talked about for a couple of years, like doing like a a horseback 
um, you know, backpacking trail like type of thing, you know, that's, that's more her speed. So the e-bike has that effect, you know, where it's a quieter thing. So you feel like it's more like you're in nature, especially oh, yeah. for something like a trail ride or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's great. It's just, yeah, it's, it's super just nice. as quiet as it's actually wider than a bike. Really. If you're like, you look, pull up next to someone as you're cruising and you're chatting, uh-huh. you're not both pedaling. Like, Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you go slow, it's not making noise. But if you're cruising, you know, everyone's like, <laughs> you don't have to. You just kind of <laughs> right, pull up exactly. and cruise next to them, talk a little bit. And then my wife takes off because she's about at least, you know, 100 pounds lighter than me. So. <laughs> with with my daughter on the back. They, they fly. <laughs> I got to, like, pedal hard with it just to get it going up to their speed. Like, come on. She takes off. She just guns yeah. it. Yeah, so that'll be the next uh, the next video we're working on, which is where it's, it's just, that's really exciting just to do something a little different. And I think it's just be really fun to have this, you know, little gas powered engine bike. I'm I'm super excited. Oh cool. yeah, I'm just yeah to get it done and then yeah drive around the property, set up yeah some right, jumps, exactly just to have some fun. Set up a GoPro <laughs> like on the you know like yeah on the handlebars like uh, oh, it's gonna meow. be great yeah it's gonna be awesome some drone then, footage yeah. oh man and then, yeah and hopefully if you know if this uh this e-bike company comes through then we'll have like a fresh possibly a fresh e-bike to compare it against which would be kind of cool yeah. yeah they better expedite from mm-hmm. from china or wherever what do we have? so i've also been working on um doing a axe handle for Jonathan Nagel from uh, Nagel House Forge. John Nagel reached out to me a while back and had a, um, a handle. So we did a video on making a Viking style axe, and he created the the head, and I put the handle on it. So we're gonna. I'm I'm doing a similar thing, and this is not a video, but this is just kind of a cool thing that I've been working on. Um, his client for the, he wanted a tomahawk head. The the client had these. Um, tortoise shells, they're really small. They're kind of maybe, let's say, five inches by two and a half inches, maybe six by two, something like that. Um, these kind of tortoise shells that have kind of, kind of cool, like an actual like turtle shell thing that he had. And, uh, they wanted to incorporate them into the handle somehow. So, so John actually cast them in clear resin. And sent them to me with the handle and the and the tomahawk head to hang on this handle. So I've had them for a while, and I think my hesitation for making them was that I was a I was like nervous and afraid about using a, a resin because I know when you sand resin, it's really say hard to get back to clear. Right, because you're putting these scratches into the surface of a plastic, you know, plastic material, a hard resin material. So to get it back to clear, it takes a lot of buffing and polishing to like smooth out those scratches so fine that you can't see them anymore on a clear material. It's different when you're working on wood or you're working on metal. You know, there's a level of uh, of like perfection that that is completely different between something that is opaque like metal or wood to something that's clear where you're, you're assuming that you can see through this material. So the outer layer needs to be as clear as the interior layers. Yeah. So, 
So I was kind of worried about my ability to do that. Now I knew the process and I knew I could do it. It was just like, okay, can I do it with the materials that I have, the tools that I have, the grinders and the belts and the polishing and wheels and things like that? Or do I need to buy a bunch of new things and do I need to get some like, you know, like auto body polishing compound with a big soft wheel and do I need to buff it? And so, so I did end up um, kind of shaping them and grinding them and putting them, you know, kind of polishing them back up to um, a relative clear, which I then was able to glue and um, kind of attach it to the handle, the wood handle. And, and I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Now, so far, what I'm looking at is the 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 surface that I flattened is against the wood. So I'm looking through the clear resin to where, you know, the back side of it has been polished back up to a clear and then there's a resin that's put there or um, a two-part epoxy that then glues it glues it back to the, glues it onto the wood so the I would say again the level of um, of error right this kind of uh, this amount of error that I can put into it or the yeah, level of error that I can impart is is higher because it's against wood right so there's already a grain there um, once I polish it all up and it's on the outside, I want to make sure because now I'm like then I'm then I, I'm I'm shaping the surface on the outside, which which is the outer layer, which needs to look into the inner layer, which looks through that at the at the uh, you know the resin cast tortoise shells and then to the wood. So, um, but that's kind of cool. I'm excited. And the fact that I was able to kind of do it and bring it up to you know I think I went up to. Um, like 800 grit on the on belts and then I sanded it up to like 1200 by hand and then I took it to the polishing wheel and used some polishing compound and it, it did a pretty good job of polishing it up to pretty clear so um, but again that's kind of one of those things like as a maker sometimes you have to just dive in and try it right because you're like and until you can like as a as a whole project it was daunting to me you know it was like okay this thing i've never done before it's the unknown yeah yeah, yeah right and so like and uh you know you have to kind of just jump in like one point mm. i was like okay the first thing i have to do is i have to square these up right because they were kind of they were these uh, tortoise shells were cast in a whichever shape of um you know container they were cast in it wasn't like square like the bottom wasn't square to the edges so for me to be able to put it into the wood i had to square them up on my grinder so i was like okay well i have to square them up before i glue them into the wood and if i square them up i have to that's grinding them and if i grind them then i have to polish them back to it's, clear it's kind of it's hard to <laughs> to find a forum where you're like okay everyone here who's done a tortoise shell axe handle how was your experience <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Well, right. Well, you got to wait years for a response to that question. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I, I'd seen people, you know, I knew that it could be done, but what I'd seen from other people doing this type of thing was like a lot of additional steps to get yeah. it to back to clear. Um, so, well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, you, you, you just, is, you, you got to jump in now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. From there, you, we can, I don't know how much time you got i know it's getting late and should yeah. we talk about your your trip or no we'll, we'll just say we'll get no we won't get into that we'll talk about when you get back okay yeah um well we can we can do a little little radio tease for next week yeah so um so yeah that's what we that's what i've been working on the shop and yeah. uh getting ready for we wanted to make sure we finished up this vice video be this week um because i'm leaving this weekend and it was just give, give devin a chance to 
have it, you know, to edit and whatnot. Mm. Because it's my birthday weekend. So, yeah. Big so 4 Jan- Yeah, 40. Yeah, crazy. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so 40 years old, January 22nd, 1983. If anybody wants to send me a gift, you can send it to me. <laughs> send me an email or a DM, and I'll tell you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give that away. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, so turning 40 um, on the 22nd, which I think is what's the, today's the 20th. Today is Thursday. So you guys are listening to this. This is the 21st. And so uh, Saturday, Saturday is my birthday, January 22nd. Sweet. Heading out to uh, Berkeley Springs, um, which is a, a place in Western Maryland or West Virginia. <laughs> I can't remember. That's a kind of a cool, a cool town with some like cool uh, hot springs and stuff. And and uh, we're getting together with a couple of different families and staying at a at like a big Airbnb Airbnb house and it'd be really fun. So tomorrow. We are leaving to go out for the weekend, so we'll be there Friday night, Saturday night, and then come back on Sunday. There you go. Yeah. Um, There's that. And then I was going to jump to the door. Ah, yeah. I had had a nice clean segue, but now I forget it, so we're just going (laughs) to jump right to the the door. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) Here's The segue is just jumping into doing something. Yeah, just right. Go, yeah, right, you well, gotta I just, I, I just got to yeah. buy the stuff, and we just got to do it. Same thing with the French doors, you know, two years ago, or, or not two years, a year ago, and then the front door, my wife kept saying, like, I want a new front door, I want a new front door. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I kept trying to, like, do things, like, because we painted a few rooms, and I was ready to paint the living room and get that up right. and get some things on the walls and, you know, make it feel like home because um, it still has the... Certain, you know, when you don't do anything, it's it's my parents' house, mm-hmm. so it's still everything is the way they had it. So you just right. you want to change it just enough to make it feel like your own thing. Um, but she wouldn't let me do it unless the front door was. I want the let's just start with the front door. Let's do the front door. <laughs> All right, but it, like it's such just and it's an old house. So anytime you take anything out, nothing's square, nothing's straight. Yeah. Um, right. I'm just afraid of every time I pull stuff out, you find all types of crazy stuff, which you do, and which we did. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> took the old door out, and it's really small. Like we, That's why we put in the French doors, because that door was so small, we couldn't get right. anything in. We couldn't get a fridge in, like a modern fridge. Any any modern appliances, we couldn't get through there. Yeah. So we had to do the French doors, like, <laughs> to just get anything in the house. Um so yeah, we we pull it down and there's a live electrical line. <laughs> yeah, like a big line. Yeah, that's up in up above the uh-huh. door jam up on mm-hmm. the top. Yeah, we're like, and guys like, uh, you have a tester? Like, if that's not live, we'll just cut it. You know, right. <laughs> it's like he like tests it. And it's like, dee, 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 dee. Uh-huh. he's like, holy crap, that's a live line. Like, right. Oh man! So <laughs> it's supposed to be in the wall, like not. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be between between the yeah. door and and the and, um and the, know, the header above it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because that's where it should people... be above the header, right? Yeah, like. Uh. <laughs> so, but I mean, it didn't. We didn't move it other than tucking it farther back and safely away from some. Which I also had to do some right. trimming things. You know, more stuff, and I was I was like. 
well, like, yeah, I hope we don't hit it. Like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, right. Shooting, like, yeah, right, screws and whatever. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> um, but, you know, it took it took a while because um, mm-hmm. every time it's these old houses, nothing's straight. You, you get it right, but then you're you're fighting with everything. Yeah, right. Because this is what looks right, and this is what's straight. And, you, and with doors, you have to go with what's straight or it won't close properly. So, right. I'm trying to figure that out, and and then guy last minute was like, "Oh, don't you want a storm door? We could put that in." I'm like, "You sure?" <laughs> like we were just trying to get this, and but he he was down, so I was like, "All right." So we ran yeah, to the right. store. I, I I took sent some pictures to my wife, and um, we ended up buying a nice storm door with like one of those roller screens that come down, like yeah. the screens tucked in the top, cool. so you can slide that down, and uh, so we got like one of the cheaper doors and one of the most expensive. Storm, Storm doors. doors. <laughs> they, I think they were both the same amount of money. Right, exactly. Which is yeah. funny, but um, <laughs> um, but it's nice. Like, uh, yeah, it's nice to have the storm door, and it'll be nice in the summer when we can put that screen door and have it have it uh, open up. And yeah, it was really cute. I came up like we were talking about earlier about I came up before rode with you up to the guy's place to watch the Ravens game, um, and I was kind of playing with Maeve a little bit before we left and she was like she was drawing on the on the glass part of the storm door when it was open you know because it's like <laughs> yeah. cold outside so you get a condensation on it so she's like drawing and I would draw pictures and she would scratch over them and stuff and <laughs> it was cute yeah but yeah that was, that was that's always fun you know as I was like you asked you like hey can you come up and give us a hand on this day to try to install the door I will say compared to the first time we put in the French doors compared to this time putting in the front, the single door. It was uh, much easier. <laughs> Just it like was. little adjustments here and there. And we did like, you know, ran a few little like things that took a little bit longer and we had to make some adjustments and all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's those. I feel like the adjustments for that door were the kind of the adjustments that you assume are going to be there. Right. And it was nice having Guy there too because Guy has done that as like he's that's kind of one of the things he does is like does construction stuff and does like house renovation things. So he had he had this kind of knowledge of like, okay, we want to try this, we want to try this, we want to yeah, check this. Yeah, yeah. So it was good having him there um, to be like, okay, yeah, we'll just do this and this and this kind of made it go a little quicker. The other thing is like one of those things that you have to do when you have an old house and like your house isn't super old, but it's old enough that things are out of square and out of plumb. Well, and, you yeah, know, it's, and it's just it's old enough and it's like crappy enough. Like it's not like it's not right, like craftsmanship person, built yeah, like in nineteen right. ten. It's like nineteen seventies like shack. Like right. someone bought this <laughs> acre of land and put kind of a cheap little tiny house with like yeah. you know seven foot ceilings. Like right. You know, and then, it, like, our parents expanded on it, and then you guys are expanding on it to, like, mm, make it mm. something nice, right? So, yeah. So, like, with that in mind, there's a certain level of perfection that you're aiming for, right? It's not the same to level of perfection that, like, a brand new house would be going for or an older house that was made in a time that had a certain level of craftsmanship, right? So you're like, okay, well, this whole wall is out of plumb. So what do we do? You know, like, okay, if the door shuts and you got to like nudge it just a little bit to like, make sure it, you know, click shut. Like that's just what it's going to have to be. It's just kind of fun. You have to like, think about how far do you go? How like you want it to be easy. You don't want to have to think about something being weird all the time, but, but sometimes there's just like a little bit of whatever it is like, okay, this is the way it's going to be. 
It's got to right. work for Unless this situation. It's going to be slightly off because we saved ourselves like fifteen hundred dollars. Like paying yeah, right. to do it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every time you have to like you click it and it just wants to kind of lean back out or something, or you have to push a little bit harder. You're <laughs> like, okay, like, well, I know that you know I'm going to have to do this for the next twenty years, but I saved myself a decent amount of yeah, money in the beginning. Also, yeah, my wife also <laughs> wants to buy cabinets and stuff. So there's yeah, right. We you know we don't have the money for all of it. So yeah. You got to balance, right? You have to balance out what's what are your priorities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's in. Everything's pretty good. We still got some a little bit of caulking to do and some a few little things, but um, it's nice. So we'll be working on the on the living room next. Oh, and we're looking for a. You know what a hall tree is? A uh, hall tree. It is like it's a, one, like a it's one of those kind. Okay. Well, no. It's a a bench with a tall back, you know. Uh-huh. It's the you know, and it comes up and over. And, oh, and okay. People, it's, yeah. And people hang things on it, so it's like a really tall, um, backed bench, you know. Right. For so you walking, would like, in, yeah. Would you in. hang like jackets and stuff? Yes. And things yep. on. Okay. Up, up against the back of it. Gotcha. Okay, but it has a bench on the bottom, so you sit down and take your shoes off or whatnot. Yes, and then like cubbies up top. Uh, okay. All so right. like drawers down the bottom, a bench, and then a big you know wooden backing, right. and an edge that kind of goes in and it comes back out. Okay. We think That's we cool. want to do one of those, or, or you know we'll, we'll buy one. So we're we're looking into that. Would that be right inside that door that we put in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, nice. Because because it's limited space, but. The hall tree will be, we're making it smaller than the piece of furniture that's there now. Right. Anyway, so right. as long as it's smaller than that, it's, you don't feel too constrained. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. nice to have like another little bit of extra spot for seating and hanging jackets and stuff. So that'd be cool. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you're like, talk, you said like, oh, that's really tall and it comes over. Yeah. Your your room is not very tall. Well, so. I know, but not, and most pieces of furniture aren't over seven feet. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's not like it's going to come up over your head, right? No. That thing. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, yeah. Just, I guess sometimes they have barely. like mirrors in the back and whatnot, and yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, nice. Right on. That'll be cool. That I like that. I like the idea of that. Um, Nicole and I, on our way back from. Oh, where were we coming from? Holy cow. Um, Ooh, coming. Holy cow. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember where we're coming from. We were, we were somewhere recently and we were coming back and we stopped a couple. Oh, okay. We were coming back from uh, her cousin's house up in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Um, and on the way back, there's like, uh, there are a few different towns that have a decent amount of like um, antique stores and stuff, but there's one specific town that's like, it it like advertises that it has the most um uh, it has like a thousand vendors you know in between 1 mile you know so in this oh, 1 yeah. mile the strip of strip of road it's got you know a thousand vendors or 2000 vendors or whatever it is and you know and that's multiple stores and stuff and it did, there were tons of them but we went into one which was all um like old wooden um Altars. furniture pieces from like these these uh giant houses so you might have 
or like old bars, right? So you might have an entire bar that's all super, like all wood, mahogany with glass and all this like super oh, yeah. decorative stuff, yeah. you know? And it's like it's like thirty feet long, and this whole warehouse is completely full, like you know, floor to ceiling of all these different things, yeah. crazy ornate wood carvings, and and so that when you were talking about that, kind of reminds me of that, like you know, you would have something like that, like a cool wooden thing, yeah, that, it's like, like a, comes up above you. Yeah, and, I just you know, sent you a photo. Look on, uh, all right. Look on chat. Yeah, it's definitely an old school like um, entryway thing to have. Yeah, right. Um, you can yeah. zoom in those right that type of thing. You know, like yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's enough that like you say, yeah, you can sit down, you can take your shoes off, you know, you maybe put them down below, or you have some right. you know, and spot if, to if, hang some stuff. And, and if we did have a few people over, it adds our seating by you, right. Because the room's so small, it needs anything. At least you could yeah. sit one person's butt on there. Like. Right, exactly. Someone could sit down there, even if it's like mm-hmm. informally. Right, you like sit mm-hmm. down and mm-hmm. yeah, right on. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. So it's exciting, and we're we're working the balance of. It's so tough to buy big furniture pieces like that. Like, right? Yeah, you can look forever to find something, or you can buy it from like Wayfair or like Home Depot. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you couldn't get it made, but it's just you don't right. have the budget, even though that's what we'd want. Because something like that would be something you could like pass on a big piece of furniture like that. Right. Yeah. Um. But you know. I, we can't jump from buy the Home Depot for four hundred to pay someone four thousand dollars. Like, right? Yeah. It's just too much of a leap. There, <laughs> it's like, all right, well then, no kitchen cabinets if that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna live with these kitchen cabinets for the next ten years. Yeah, before we decide, we save up some more money. Yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to find the balance, and a lot of this stuff you don't yeah. know the quality until you order it and start setting it up. Right. Yeah, I mean, like the images you sent me, like that's not a super complex build. It, yeah, you know? and, and that's what that I would be something thinking. that you could build. But but yeah, anything, but see, you start there, <laughs> and then anything with drawers, you know, and anything with right, anything that has to open and close, it it makes it ten times right harder, yeah, yeah. and more exacting. Obviously, if it was just the simple bench with right. the backing and the cubbies up top with nothing, then maybe, yep. but right. I want some drawers and things, and those always take longer than. Right. I mean, the toy box yeah. took us forever, even though we were trying to do special things with it. But right. something we thought was relatively simple. There's more that goes into it. Right. Yeah, it's funny the the three the three that you sent me um, have three different prices, and the one that seems the most simple is the one that's the most expensive. You right. know, so it's like. Who knows, you know, like, right. depending on what you want. But, then, but yeah, that one might be, you know, when they look like wood, then someone has to actually use real wood on it. You can paint, right, any, exactly. you can paint any particle board white, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the other thing, too, right? Depending on what you get, you can always modify it to, to fit your aesthetic, right? So if you buy something a little that's, bit. yeah, if you buy something that's a little bit cheaper, but it's not the right colors or whatever, you could always paint it, you know. That's almost something we'd want to go to a place, like you said, where it's yeah. got, you know, 50 antique malls. Right. Yeah. And we spend all day and we say, look, we're going to spend five, 600 bucks on it anyway. Right. So let's get a cap. Let's say we don't want to spend more than six or seven or whatever and just see what we can find and make some offers. Right. Yeah. You know, 
So maybe, yeah. maybe we'll do that and then, you know, throw in the back of the truck. That, that'd be actually a really fun day just to go yeah. up to one of those places. And, and Yeah, it's not too far. It's a, it's probably about an hour and a half or so north really? of us. Really? Yeah. It's up, it's up like uh, near Lancaster. Did you Lancaster. see anything like a uh, So tree? the things that were there were very, like, I feel like I did see things like that. Because um, when you start talking about it, that's what I thought automatically was <laughs> yeah. of that place. Yeah. Um, they have, like, clients like guy fieri who bought like a whole bar <laughs> for his mansion you know like so there's all sorts of different oh, stuff we don't there. have and guy fieri money yeah come right, on. exactly come on <laughs> diners diving i don't have, drives. I don't have the, the <laughs> wardrobe to compete yeah right and spiky hair um <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah so so there's like you know there are crazy things like um you know weird like you know, famous gangsters bars they had in their house that they have reclaimed and they're reselling. But then there's, you know, and there's things from like churches and stuff. And then there's like just kind of more simple. There's lots of shan. There's a bunch of chandeliers, but a ton of it was just this like dark wood um, pieces that would go into houses. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there were definitely things like that there. Um, and I've seen like, I've seen other things like that around. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be cool. I was I was thinking that too. It'd be just fun to go up and take. Yeah, because like for an an hour and a half. I mean, when I go to the two antique or the two kind of indoor flea markets that are here in Baltimore that I frequent, you know, between the two, I drive to one. It's about forty minutes, and drive the other one. It's like thirty minutes from there. You know, so that's you know that's your hour and a half right there. (laughs) Like I would go up and spend you know drive an hour and a half up, and then within. A, a one mile section or two mile section of this road, there are 10 different antique stores, Yeah, you know, so, or, uh, you know, indoor flea markets and stuff. So, yeah, no, that's worth it. I'll definitely yeah, have to do that sooner than later. Cool. All right. So we have come to the end of another episode. <laughs> um, so for our recommendations before we finish up, um, my recommendation this week is uh, Chris Bow from Full Steam Designs. Um, he is uh, is a, a maker in the community, but the reason why I'm uh, recommending his work right now is because he um, just recently finished um, a uh, the company it's Sosa. I think he bought a like a kit to put together a um, a power hammer for shaping metal so it's kind of like what if you would imagine what an english wheel is have you know what an english wheel is no so it's like imagine um you have like a two by two square tube steel you have one above and one below and they come together and there's just like a two metal wheels or almost like ball bearings that you can like kind of run metal back and forth like thin sheet metal to shape it Okay. And it oh, kind of yeah, lets yeah. you round it, you know, some, yeah, yeah, so from it. shows that we used to watch like uh pimp my ride, you know, they would like shape these metal pieces yeah, on that yeah, type of thing. Yeah. So imagine that, but instead of it being just like static, right. It's staying together that it's like a, it's like a power hammer. So the top one like bounces. So it's like this little, it's kind of a funny, small power hammer, hell of hammer, however you want to call it. Um, but uh, but he he's been working on it for a little bit, and he finished it, and he and he spray painted it. It's this like beautiful kind of cherry, you know, cherry apple or candy apple red. You know, it's almost like a like a hot rod, but you know, and it goes super fast. Like it's it's like 
you know, so fast that it's blurry when it's moving because it's small. Right. And it's like he anchored it to the ground. He's using it and it's like shaping metal and stuff. So he does some, uh, some stuff. Chris, Chris does some stuff with like, uh, um, he does lots of different things. He does blacksmithing, but he also does like some car stuff too. So it makes sense in his shop, but it's, it's really cool. So if you haven't, if you, if you don't know full steam designs on Instagram, that's full underscore underscore steam underscore designs on Instagram. That's Chris Powell. Um, he does some cool stuff. He was at maker camp last year. Um, I didn't end up talking to him, but I saw him, you know, in passing. I was like, yeah, that's, that's Chris Powell from full steam designs. Um, yeah. So it was kind of cool to see him up there and, part of the community so check him out on instagram and check out his uh his reel he's done a couple reels of like you know reels and posts about his um making this uh this cool little metal shaping power hammer so nice good dude um i'm gonna do a thing all right actually two things um because after i found my wallet in the trash it really (laughs) really smelled bad and i've had that wallet for i don't know like 10 years and i i um i abandoned abandoned the the big kind of big standard wallet that goes in your back pocket when i moved to new york city because the thing that everyone said was if you put in your back pocket it's easy to steal right so then i moved it to my side pocket and then realized it's kind of big for a side pocket you know to have a big wallet there right and then i started getting money clips and things but they're a bit too small so i found something in the middle um, a leather wallet with slots in it with a money clip on one side. Um, right. Yep. So it can hold like maybe max eight cards, but it really works well with like four or five cards. Right. And a money clip on one side, which is kind of perfect. Because really, what more do you need? Like, I don't know, a yeah, debit exactly. card, a credit card, your license, something yeah. else, and something else. And then you're kind of right. like cool. Um, yeah. So the one I got. Um, I don't. You don't really have to put a link in, us, but it's. Uh, I'll put fo- the name in. Fossil makes it, but it's, it's called Fossil Men's Leather Minimalistic Magnetic Card Case with Money Clip. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Front pocket wallet. So it, it like says that. <laughs> yeah. So just it's um. And I think it's usually forty bucks, but you can get you can get certain colors of the leather for like twenty bucks is which what I bought it for. Right, nice. Because I don't really care that it's like ooh, like fossil brand, like you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, really nice real leather, uh, small wallet. I got that, and then to put nice. in it, I got uh, uh two tile um. You know, the company Tile, they have, like, the things that you can track stuff with. Yep. So I got, Tile has a credit card-sized one. So you slide that into your wallet. And then it also, you can get the normal Tile thing that goes onto your keys, and it will track, it will show you where those things are. Nice. Yeah. So, did I show you that when you came over? Yeah, you did. That's that's cool. Right, right. Yeah. So you, like. Because, you know, those are kind of the things that you're constantly like, ah, you put them in one place, but then they disappear or your kids right. get a hold of them or whatever. Yeah. Or they're in the trash and you don't know where they are. <laughs> I like, yeah, right, because one of the things that was kind of cool was like you could have your wallet, but also if you have, 
if you have your wallet and you misplaced your phone, right? So, so if you misplaced your wallet on your phone, you can track where it is using the yes. tile. Yep. But also, if you misplaced your phone but you have your wallet, you can hit a button on the tile yeah. part the, in your wallet, yep. and it'll tell you where your phone is. Yeah. You know, so, like, yeah. That's, so that's so with sweet. two things and on sale, like if you buy the weird – they got ones that are like colors, and I guess nobody wanted them, but I, I don't care. Right? Yeah. Right. Like it was like thirty bucks, maybe, oh, for the two okay. tile things, and it's right. And it will track your stuff. It will so your the card the tiles make noise. So not only do you like right, you can yeah. find where they are, and it'll show you like oh strong signal you're getting close, but it'll bling 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 it like plays yeah. a song. <laughs> And um, and wherever, like, if you lose it somewhere, it will let you know. We were connected to your phone last time, like right here. Right. Yeah. And this is where it probably is. So um, I'm really happy with it. Nice. And, uh, there you go. So. Yeah, it's fun, and you can, you know, it's Maeve liked it too. She's like, oh, Maeve, <laughs> make like funny little noises and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. You can play with your kids. <laughs> make them find nice. your stuff for you. All right. Nice. All right, everybody. Well, there you go. There's our recommendations for this week. Um, for uh, for those of you who um, are interested and uh, have a desire to support us further um, than what you hear on us every day, you can uh, head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash out of craftsmanship. Just like um, uh Mark Papa LeBlanc, Hatchet. yeah, Papa Papa Hatch X, Mark LeBlanc, uh, our new patron, um, and you can join us over there, and then you'll get access to the Discord, and you'll get access to kind of, you know, even more behind the scenes stuff, and um, you know, and uh, just part of that group. Uh, those of you who want to support us that way, we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much to all of our patrons who I shouted out earlier, and to our new patron Mark, um, and. If you don't want to support us that way, that's fine too, because we're going to continue to fine. put this material out there out here for free because we think it's really fun to be part of this community one way or the other. Um, but what you could do to support us is always like share this, right? Send it out to friends, tell people about it. So the more people that are listening, the better it helps us out in all ways. And, um, you know, and it's, and it's more fun for us to know that we're reaching a large community. Um, people like Jeremy from Simple Little Life, who says he listens every week, which is super cool. You know, we know that we're we're uh, we're reaching a, a fun community of people that really appreciate what we're doing. So, thank you to all of our patrons, and to the rest of you. Uh, you know, thank you for hanging in there. You can always head over to um, YouTube and support us there by subscribing and liking and commenting. Um, if you want to be shouted out on some of our questions videos, we can read your questions out. You can always leave questions on those YouTube videos as well as uh, our patrons can leave questions and we will answer them as well. Um, if you have anything that you want us to talk about specifically in the podcast, you can always reach out to us on Instagram. So both Devin and I are on Instagram. I'm on there. I run the Art of Craftsmanship on Instagram and Devin does the Art of Camera Guy, which is kind of fun because it's a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. But you can send either of us questions um, on DM through Instagram, and uh, and we will try to answer those or uh, or talk about them on the podcast, which would be super fun. Other than that, thank you guys um, for hanging in there with us again. This will be my birthday weekend coming up, so Happy again, birthday. if you if you if you want to send something to me, just reach <laughs> out and I'll tell you where you can send it. I'd love to receive a <laughs> gifts 
to myself <laughs> for my birthday, asking, 40 so years much. old. I know, right? Yeah, we've been Jeez. doing this. I started doing this channel when I was 35, so <laughs> I think so, 34. 34 it's crazy. 30, 34. But yeah, I don't feel like 40. I feel like 34 my, my, still. My age now, or no, I'm 34, 35? 36? No, I'm 35. 35? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. That's it for now. Everybody, thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening. This is episode 116 on the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. And we will talk to you guys next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.